0: This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.
1: What's happening, you guys? Welcome back to the Let's Go Win Podcast. You're in for a treat today. We have a gentleman that is going to be educating us on business, on beer, and lots of fun. Ken Landon is currently the CEO and co-owner of Crossroads Brewing Company. In 2009, his passion for the beer industry took over, completely pivoting and changing the course of his life. Ken sold his house and liquidated everything he had to open the first location. Now, he now distribute their beer throughout New York State as well as Pennsylvania. Ken, what's up, my brother? How you doing? Oh, Jim, what's happening, man? This is a an honor.
0: I'm grateful. I'm a big fan. Um, continue doing what you're doing. And uh I, I just I, I love what you do. So this is kind of like humbling for me to be here with you, man. So
1: it's really well, cool. Thank you. That's that's kind. But I, I gotta tell you, man, I love the 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 brief introduction, but the fact that you liquidated everything and said, This is what I'm gonna do, that takes some serious stones, man, along with uh maybe some planning. I'm not sure. But talk to me about that, brother. That's that's quite the leap of faith.
0: Yeah, it was. It was definitely – actually, when you were reading the intro, I started sobbing a little bit. I was like, oh, my God, did I really do that? No, but, yeah, at the age of 45, I sold everything. Um, I was in the dry oil industry before that uh, for about 25, 27 years, and uh, just got to a point in that industry where I was like, I, I, there's got to be more for me. My body's taking a beating. Um, you know, I wanted to get out of the Queens, Long Island area uh, move upstate and, uh, you know, get into something where I had a passion. And this is back in 2000. I, I had started having a dream for this about 2004, 2005, when it was like a rarity. Now there's a brewery on every corner, you know? Um, but as things be it, you know, you do some research and you learn and a lot of failures, you know, I had a lot of deals go South 2008, as everybody knows, that was a big financial downfall there. And I lost a shit ton of money. Um, but with that, I also learned a lot, um, about the industry. Um, I should probably go back just a little bit before and just say, while I was running my drywall company, I had such a passion for the the industry that I worked for another brewery mm-hmm. and I just did it because number one, I loved it. Number two, I knew that I had to learn. I didn't get paid, but I, I, I did essentially eventually get paid because I gained the knowledge. Right. Um, and I became a brewery rep, um, and then uh, and then uh, well, I was a sales rep, and then a brewery rep for another brewery. And I learned the industry for about five years. And I did that while I was running my drywall company. And then got got the bug to open my own place. And uh, you know, I looked at you know people. I always try to tell people is like they see the dock on top of the water, you know, and they don't see the, the the feet underneath what the work is being done. You know, oh, you just open up a brewery. No, man, I looked at probably a hundred to one hundred and fifty properties. I had probably a dozen deals fall through. I had every single bank financing institution that you could possibly think of tell me, no, no, you're out of your mind. What are you trying to do? This will never work. Not only never work, it'll never work in a little town, a little village of Athens in upstate New York where nobody even had a clue what a brew pub was. And I just really followed my passion. And uh, um, it, 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 it th- what I said earlier, it's like, was I that smart? Or was I that stupid? Uh, you know, I don't know. But here we are, thirteen years later, and the restaurant brew pub is still still functioning, and we're still. We made it through some tough times, the pandemic, and we we were able to open up a second second location in two thousand and seventeen, which is the production facility in the in, in Catskill. So, as far as those types of things, you know, I mean, sure, I made some good decisions, but the bad decisions. Were, were there, too. And the only thing I could do was learn from those, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 been an interesting
1: ride, for sure. Uh, there's so many lessons in the, the little description you gave, brother, because, I mean, we're talking about a couple of things. You went and learned something. There was no, like you said, you can get paid for it. This was something you chose to do. That's number one, and not many people want to hear that shit. But right. that's what... That's necessary so often. Then the perseverance, the grit, uh, determination. I mean, the, the, I guess it'd be stickability is what they called it, uh, you know, in, in some of the, the think and grow rich and, and some of those. But sure. man, that's, that's remarkable. So I want to get into the mindset a little bit, brother. So I want to get into how did you choose to go learn this on your own, running a full time company? And saying, Yeah, at forty-five, this is this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna spend these years learning the trade without getting any pay for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. But you know what? I I I I think that in the drywall industry, I was at a point in my life there, I have been doing it a long time and I knew everything until this day. I still know everything about the industry that there is to know, you know. Um, so I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to get into something that I really enjoyed and loved. Um And, and little did I know, you know, what it was going to take to actually get this off the ground when it was something that, that some, a lot of people hadn't even heard of before, but I can tell you, man, the scariest moments were just, you know, when I did sell my house and I did sell liquidate everything. And, you know, I'm not talking about millions of dollars. It was, but it was everything I had ever learned or earned in my entire life that I had and I was saving and, you know, but, and I said, okay, I'm going to go after this. I'm going to do it. You talk about scary. Holy shit! When I, and, and there's something ironic about this whole thing. But uh, when I did, when I did close, when I did purchase the building, okay, I literally had like a dollar in my bank account. Like everything was in. Like I had to, like, like I had working capital and living capital built into this loan to help me survive for the next year. Because I knew I wasn't going to be able, it's going to take me that long to get the business up and running. I was going to phase out a drywall industry, so it was a lot of strategic things that I had to think of to 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 go after this this dream that I had. And uh, uh, what people don't realize, and you know, especially even nowadays, you walk in, you see the restaurant full, you see the brewery full, you know, automatically they want to count your money and just be like, yeah, well, this didn't happen overnight, man. This is you know. I'm in the industry almost 20 years, 20 years of just losing and maybe making a couple of right decisions, you know, but what I did learn in the course of time is like consistency. I always, I, I always talk about this consistency, communication, and accountability. The three key things for me, you cannot have any one of those without the other. I don't care if you're making a pot of soup, if you're making, if you're building a house, if you're whatever it is, if you're not consistent and you don't show up consistently, it's done, you know, and then you bring it into communication. If you don't communicate consistently, it's over. And then if you do happen to, you know, screw up or, or fail and you don't take accountability for that, you know, you, 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 you're you barking up, a, a you know, driving down the wrong road, you know, if I should say. But, uh, you know, ironically, why I said that earlier was. So in 2008, we purchased a, an 1893 opera house in the village of Athens, okay? Actually, today, today, Tuesday at 3 o'clock, I'm, I actually sold the real estate. So I'm selling the building today at 3 o'clock, but we are keeping the restaurant. So we're le- actually selling it to a landlord and we're going to lease the property back from the landlord today. That's how weird this shit, you know, sometimes you can't make this up. And uh and and I'm happy with the decision because it was, you know, it was something I'm getting older and and you need to figure these things out and um I think it's a right move for for Crossroads, you know, to to move forward and be successful in the production aspect of the business, you know. So yeah.
1: well, and I want to dive into um you know, one of the things you said is if I only knew how much it was going to take, maybe naivety is bliss. Because if you knew everything it had to take to do it, maybe you're still doing drywall. Maybe. I don't know. But so often, you know, you want to know all these plans and logistics and you want to be all. But the truth is you needed just the desire, the will to do it. And, yeah, there's some tough things that are going to Come along, and it's going to be way harder than you probably expected. But okay. isn't that the goods, Ken? Isn't that the goods? And being an entrepreneur and pursuing those dreams is that stuff that all that extra crap that it sucks in the moment. But man, the stories you have now that you can reflect on, the amount of people you can help, like you're doing today, saying follow that dream. Talk to me about that, brother, because I I don't want to discount the pain points. I yeah. think
0: they're really important. They really are important, and you, obviously, you learn from failure, right? That's how you learn. If you're not failing, you're not learning. That's that's number one. And for me, I was an overthinker. I would overthink, just like you said. If I thought about this, if I really look, of course, you had to have the business plan, and you had to have your projections. And and when I look back, it was all smoke and mirrors, anyway. You know, nobody can predict the future, but you know, overthinking. Holy crap, man, I would overthink things to death. And it was only until recently, like, like, like I really overcome that. And I I, I realized that if I made a decision, okay, even if it was the wrong decision, the time that I would have wasted thinking about it, right, make the wrong, make the wrong decision or make the right decision, but make a decision. And if it's wrong, move on. Don't overthink it and say, what if, what if, what if, what if? You know, the other thing I also learned is everything's temporary. Like, everything is temporary, man. It's like if you're in the middle of a shitstorm, which I just – the entire nation just went through in the last couple of years, it's temporary. You know, I'm a big fan of Ed Milet. You know, I listen to him all the time, and he's just that one more. It's like one more, and I truly believe that, you know, and I say, look, this is – we got to get through this day, and tomorrow is going to be another day. Nobody really cares tomorrow what happens today. Let's get through it, and then you'll deal with – the shit tomorrow you know and and something's going to change something always change because it's never the way it is in your head and I've learned that but it took hey man I'm in my 50s now it took all of that time people like hey I do this and I do that I'm like nah man it takes a long freaking time you know and uh, the mindset has to be there and, and stay positive That's that's that was another thing I learned staying positive and keeping the negativity out because that shit will pull you down faster than a goddamn cinder block tied to your freaking ankle and and you know those people are not your friends they appear to be your friends but they're not and you know misery loves company man you know it's easy to sit in your backyard drinking a beer at your picnic table and talk about the guy who's busting his ass trying to build a business isn't it you know but uh you know It's so much, so much to talk about so many things that I've learned, but it took a really long time. If you asked me in 2009, 2010, these things, I would be like, no, man, I don't have any answers for you. And not that these are the correct answers for, for, they would just happen to be the decisions I made and learn from those. And um, everyone's situation is different, obviously, but use some of these things like, like positivity, a mindset and, and just, you know, realize things are temporary and there is sunshine through the shit storm. And, you know, um, although you're going through that serious pain right now, um, learning and maybe broke and, 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 you know, living on the couch and eating, you know, Cheerios. As long as you you have that desire and that passion to to move forward, you're going to get through it, you know. And uh, that's that's really the message that I try and even you know I tell my son that you know he's my son's thirty years old and I try and tell him that you know. Um, but then you know I get get a lot of wisdom from listening to your show as well, and it's it's just taking bits and pieces from from everyone that that you listen to and um, and really absorb it and uh, and and then come to your own conclusions on how those different pieces and portions of that mindset can really help you, uh, you know, persevere. And especially
1: in this climate, you know? Yeah. And the, I mean, this has ended up, I love this because we are talking the mindset of a business, both the good, the bad and the ugly. One of the things that you 100% did is you burned all the boats, the bridge, whatever thought you want. It, it, it was gone. There was no option for failure. There was kind of how I look at that is like, look, even if it's going to be awful, you had made this choice, this decision as an overthinker. You said, no, I'm going to be active. I'm going to create action and activity, and I'm burning everything behind me. I'm going forward. I love that, Ken, because if you want to succeed, and I don't care if you're 30 to 90 years old, if you want to do whatever that passion is. If you go half assed, you will get a half assed result. Listen to what Ken's saying. He went all in, guys, liquidated everything and said, This is my dream. I don't care what my neighbor, best friend, parent, you know, whoever, I can see it. I got a vision and I'm going to do it. I don't think enough people hear this because this is real, man. This is like, you sold everything and there was no option for failure. I'm sure there were failures along the way, but like you said, you learned and you kept going. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a hundred percent, man. There's no looking back. There's no turning back. I had no choice but to, to, to move forward. And and you know what? Even if it wasn't succession it was to be successful, I had no choice but to move forward, you know, uh, looking back and sitting on my couch or dwelling or I'm not that person, you know? Um, i'm always looking to learn more and 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 gain more and and get more knowledge surround myself with really uh you know people with the same mindset that i can absorb like a sponge and uh learn learn from that but i'll tell you man without that's probably top two scariest moments in my life when you realize like this is what i'm doing and there's no there's no safety net there's no rope you know this is all in you got to figure it out and uh you know if you don't you're going to have to figure that out, you know, but, uh, but it's, it's, it's been a long journey, honestly. I, 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 you know, we could talk for hours just like everybody else's journeys, but you know, the tip of the iceberg is, is, um, is the hard work, which no one, no one, ever sees they never ever see it they never see the thousand hours of podcast hours that you put in or the 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 80 to 90 hour work weeks for five years that i put in you know and everybody else that's really has a passion and does those things they only see the results and and they think that with a snap of their finger that they can get there overnight and it's just not that way and anybody who's telling you that for these get rich quick it, that's just a, my one of my favorite quotes ever I think Vince Lombardi right the only place that success comes before work is in the dictionary like 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 you got to work man and if you don't have it if you're not going to do it sure you're going to get lucky or you're born into some riches and money you know but the, the the work is is the way to get there and find that success in your own mind whether it's to be a millionaire whether it's to have a quality of life and maybe it's just to you know simply live in a tent in the backyard man if that's the way it is that's cool but get there somehow you know I don't know if that makes any sense maybe long-winded to your to your to your question but
1: brother it makes a ton of sense look this is an inspiring episode because it's real it's raw and it's not saying everything's sunshine and rainbows in fact, Ken is letting you know, it's not going to be. However, the, the real joy is in that journey. Those 80, 90 hour weeks, they probably didn't even suck. Honestly, I look back at that stuff. That was the good stuff. And when you're sitting on top and everything's going great, guess what? You've got, you almost find a way to get back into grind mode because we like to be challenged as human beings. Uh, can I want to give you just an opportunity to, you mentioned consistency, communication, accountability is core pillars for you. I don't know if you want to expand on that or just something I didn't know enough to ask you that you're like, man, I just wish everybody knew this in business. This has been something that's been successful for me. Anything you want to share as we kind of wrap up? I mean, I'm just thinking, Jim, really, uh,
0: the consistency aspect for me is a big deal. If I can get someone to show up, I can teach them. Right. I taught many people in the drywall industry. I taught people, you know, coming into the restaurant industry as I learned myself. But if I can't get you to show up and be consistent on specific things, I, I, we are already lost. You know, um, I always another mindset thing is like people can do it faster. People can do it cheaper, but you have to do it better and to do it. If you consistently do it better. You give yourself a better opportunity to, to succeed, you know. Um, So that's a big, big thing with me: consistency, stay. And even even as I as I got older, look, I didn't notice when I was younger, but you know, I have a routine in the morning that I do every morning. It's boring as all hell, but it's consistent, and it makes me feel good. And I do the same things, and you know, consistency. You know, if you're gonna do one and done, it's like you know, oh, I I'm trying to lose fifty pounds, you know. You're not doing that overnight man you know you have to be consistent at the hard work to get that done and people don't want to hear that and and it's it, it it's frustrating to me sometimes because i see them walking around and it, 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 like did you do this did you do this no yeah oh, i tried it once or i did this once no you got that's every day and you may not see results from this in a year you have to be willing to put in hard consistent work and that's with all of it, right? Consistent food, consistent results is the thing. I'm a, you know, I try to preach with my staff. Communication is huge. You know, I, I'm not a mind reader. I try and have empathy for my staff and, and ask them how they are. How's your family? How are you doing? But if there's something internally that I don't know about, I can't fix it. You know, I just can't. If I know about it, I, we can attempt to fix it. Do we always fix it? No, I'm not saying we're perfect, but at least we understand what's going on. And then for me, the last thing is the accountability. I'm the first person to tell you, man, if I fuck up, it's me. It's on me. It's on me. I made a mistake. Sorry. Move on. I'm not the one that's going to sugarcoat it. I'm not the one. I admit it and, and you know, live with it and move on. It goes along with the overthinking, right? Like, oh, i made a mistake. Sure. You're going to make, make a mistake. But when you, I can tell you how many times I've owned up to that with my vendors or, or, or customers that I'm dealing with. Cause I sell every single day. Hey, listen, I made a mistake. It's on me. You know, people respect that when you take accountability for your actions, you know?
1: So that's well put, man. It's uh again, probably the, the driving force for me is do what you say you're going to do. And to your point, you made a mistake. That's human. Just own that. I love that. Own it. And, can I just want people to be able to go find what you're doing. Where's the best place for them to connect with you online or come find you, I guess, whether they're in New York or Pennsylvania? Where's the best place to connect with Crossroads and, and you? Crossroads, you know, the website's
0: www.crossroadsbrewingco.com. That's where you can find the, the, the website. Um, I'm, I'm not a big social media guy, but I am very active on LinkedIn. So if everybody's inclined and they want to reach out, you know, you can just type my name in and you, I'll come up on LinkedIn, you know. Um, uh, and, you know, we're located in Hudson Valley. You can you can ask for we're distributed throughout New York State if you're in the area of Pennsylvania. So if you just go into your local store and you ask for Crossroads, that's always a big help that, you know, for us to at least uh, to get the name out there. And even if they don't have it in that particular, uh, uh, you know, store or whatever, you know, ask for it and they can get it in you know, but, uh, it's pretty simple and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm out, I'm not out there. Like, you know, I don't do Instagram. I don't do TikToks. I don't do any of those things. And LinkedIn is perfect for me. I really enjoy it. I connect with a lot of good people on there and that's where people connect with me. So feel free, you know, if anybody has a quick question or they want to talk beer, I'm always open to that.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, what's interesting. We didn't even talk beer, which is fascinating (laughs) because your mindset, brother, I'm telling you, you, helped a lot of people that are sitting there, maybe they're not acting, maybe they're sitting there doing something they really don't want to be doing anymore, brother, I think you helped a lot of people say, go for it. Just know that you're going to pursue that passion and there's going to be some good, there's going to be some bad, and everything in between, but it's worth it. Brother, I appreciate you being here and sharing your story. It's, it's, It's truly, it's inspiring. I appreciate that for the kind words,
0: Jim. And like I said earlier, I'm a big fan You're changing lives every day, man. I mean, I listen to you. I got a 40-minute commute back and forth to work. I listen to you in the morning. I listen to Eric on the way back. And uh, you guys, just the shit that you guys are doing and who you're talking to, create value. You know, it's just it's inspiring to me to listen to you guys how you do it consistently. And you show up every Tuesday, man. I look look forward to this. And, you know, it's just a great thing, man. So don't ever stop doing what you're doing.
1: Well, if you do, at least give me a heads up so I can find somebody else to listen to. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that, brother. He's talking about Eric Cabral, on-air brands, great guy. And uh, brother, I'm so glad we connected. Thank you for the time. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your story. It, It truly is impactful. And I appreciate the kind words as well. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, go share this. I mean, look, If you can't get behind somebody liquidating everything, putting everything they have into a business, and just persevering, making sure his dream came true, I don't know what else you can get behind. That is a beautiful message. I'm so happy we got Ken on today, and we got to share that story. Until next time, remember to show up as you, just like Ken did, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe rate and review us that helps us build this community and that is what we are all about building this community as big as we can helping as many people as we can and deliver as much value as possible be sure to head over to let's go win podcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on facebook instagram and linkedin at let's go win 365 let's go win and transcend in life This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host,
0: J.M. Ryerson.